Welcome, this is Erica N. Williams. And I'm Larisha Warner. And we are the host of Journey Heart to Heart Podcast. During our life's journeys, we've both experienced trials and hurdles, yet have remained optimistic and credit God for leading and guiding us through it all. And now we're ready to candidly share our Christian journey and equip you in achieving your God-given destiny. So join us every first and third Thursday as we unapologetically address everyday circumstances to help you on your life journey. And welcome back to another episode of Journey Heart to Heart Podcast. I'm Erica Williams. And I'm Larissa Warner. And we are so happy to have you join us today. So, you guys, we are actually recording this in uh, separate places. You know, we have a couple of boundaries uh, that aren't allowing us to be together today. And so, um, yeah, Larissa, how are you doing over there? I am trying to make it. This is this is so uncomfortable, but guys, we're gonna to try to make the most of this experience because we we um we love your support and we love doing this. So we're gonna, you know, walk with us. We're gonna be patient with us, but we're gonna to try to have a good time even though we're uh, you know, miles away from each other at this point. Exactly. So speaking of being miles away from each other and, and boundaries, uh Larisha, what what is our topic for today? This topic is so fitting even in the times that we're living in today. Today we're talking about boundaries, boundaries 101 with our families and our friends. Awesome, awesome. I'm I'm excited. I'm ready to dive into this conversation, so uh, let's get it. Yes, let's get into it. All right, great. So, Larisha, in the intro, you spoke about boundaries, um, and I want to know, before we even even dive into boundaries and talking about how we can set them, like, what? how do you define boundaries? Okay, so when I think about the topic or the theme of boundaries, I think of this uh, place where you uh, have a awareness, where you um, have an opportunity to say, you know what, here's what I will expect, here's what I Here's what I don't expect, and you're able to articulate that with the next person. So really mm-hmm. being in tune with yourself and saying, hey, here, here are my expectations. Here's what I need from you to, for us to have a meaningful relationship or meaningful interaction with each other. What about you? Yeah, that's good. So, you know, I'm a visual learner, um, and and I, I see things visually. So for me, boundaries is like, all right, I draw this line right here mm-hmm. in the sand. Don't you dare cross it. <laughs> that for me. That for me. That's okay. my boundaries. Whatever okay. whatever limit I have, you know, hey, don't don't cross this line. You know, don't cross it. I get don't it. cross it. Yeah, and so. <laughs> And uh, for me, you know, boundaries are necessary because um, mm-hmm. they help me. They help me stay stay sane. They help me, yeah. uh, you know, make sure that I'm okay. Because a lot of times I, I focus on trying to make sure that others are happy, and and, and it really people can kind of take advantage of that. So I have to That's make true. sure that I set up boundaries so that I can protect myself and, and stay sane. Absolutely, and I'm glad we're talking about this thing. Where you just said it, healthy boundaries. How do we establish? Mm-hmm healthy boundaries, and I'm excited that we're going to talk about that a little bit more later in this episode. So I'm glad you brought this up now, because healthy boundaries are really needed. It's for your betterment, it's for the other person's betterment, but it's so truly needed, and I feel like people sometimes do not know how to establish those. So I'm Mm -hmm. glad that we're talking about this episode today. Yes, I am too. I am too. So uh, when you when you think of boundaries and, you know, you want to establish healthy boundaries, what do you think is needed 
like the, the very the biggest thing that comes to your mind, the first thing that comes to your mind, you say, all right, I, I, I know that I, I need to establish some boundaries, but, you know, first, like, what, what do I need in order to establish them? Okay, cool. So I'm going to start first from how, what I need, and maybe that'll help mm-hmm. us frame this whole conversation. So for me, when I'm thinking about healthy boundaries, I first have to be in tune, what do I really need to be successful mm-hmm. And before I can even do that or try to communicate that with someone else, I have to know who I am. So I have to be intentional about being self-aware. So I think self-awareness is really, really crucial to be able to establish a boundary. So for me, I took a lot of time of self-reflecting, writing, being with myself, because, again, I'm an introvert. So I'm always Mm -hmm. thinking. I'm always thinking. My wheels are always turning. But I'm also aware that that may not be a normal for other people. So how do I let them yeah. know, like, hey, we, we had this conversation earlier, so how do I tell someone, like, hey, I may need a few minutes? It doesn't mean that I don't like you or I don't want to be around you. It just means I need a few moments to collect my thoughts because you're at 10 and I'm at 5. And I want to get to 10, but I don't have all the energy right now, so give me a few moments. Right. And I think that's, that's very crucial, uh, again, with having being self-aware, but also being able to articulate and speak up and say, hey, here's where I'm at. This doesn't mean that I love you any less. It just means that I need a moment. And I have some challenges with being able to communicate with with people. But I'll talk about that in a few moments of what that can look like. But that's the first thing Mm -hmm. I think is so crucial is being self-aware, of course, being able to speak up and uh, clearly articulate yourself when that time comes. Yeah, that's What are your thoughts? Hey, that communication for me, um, Mm -hmm. that's important. Uh, mm-hmm. Being able, because you know, in the past we kind of talked about, it, and even um, our most most recent episode last year that um, I've been going to uh, therapy to kind of yeah. help because I would bottle up my emotions and not really share them and share my feelings and things. And so being able to really, like you said, articulate how I'm feeling um, about different situations and and really just understanding uh, my communication style. And getting to know the communication style of others as well yeah. so that I can know, like, okay, well, you know, they may not, they may hear what I'm saying, but are they actually listening? Yeah. So yeah, that's two that's different things. Hearing and listening. Mm-hmm. Two different oh, yeah. things. I think those play a, a huge part, I'm sorry, a huge part in how we communicate with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your communication skills like? If you have challenges now, even communicating the smallest thing, just imagine when conflicts arise, how are you going to be able to tell the other person, like, hey, when you did this, this is how it made me feel. Moving forward, can you not do that anymore? Listen, I can already imagine. I I can already imagine. I already, you know, experience different different, Mm -hmm. um, situations where, you know, I wasn't able to fully communicate how I felt. And and if you people can't read minds, so they, they may not understand it. Like you know, from and we based a lot of things on our personal experiences, how we mm-hmm. grew up. Um, and if they, you know, happen to think like, oh, well, maybe that wasn't an issue, or maybe I didn't cross that boundary. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they won't know unless you tell them. So that's been, you know, the thing that I've been working on. Like really, hey, Erica, you gotta speak up. They're not gonna read your mind. Like you have to let them know how you're feeling Absolutely. and how you know what they did affected you. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's very important. Mm-hmm. And I always heard that so much, even when dealing with just confronting issues of growing up or just in life in general. People always say, people cannot read your mind. And I want to be mm-hmm. like, stop telling me that. Stop telling me right. that. I know they can't read my mind. But yeah. I'm so, I have been so conditioned <laughs> to think like, well, 
here's how I am. They just have to see it. And right. That's they not should the know. reality. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because again, we're talking about self awareness. A lot of times people are just focused really on themselves or what life what's going on in their lives that they mm-hmm. haven't thought to for a moment to say, Hey, let me put myself in the other person's shoes to see what could they be possibly going through. And if yeah. you're a person who doesn't know how to communicate well, you're not gonna be able to do that shift really easily. Right. So I think it's so crucial, like again we said, be in tune with yourself, be able to speak up, but communication is truly key or the heart or the foundation of this whole conversation. Do you know how to talk? <laughs> Do you know how to listen? If you can get those two things down, I think you have you're in a good place to be able to establish healthy boundaries. Yeah. Because it has yeah. to be a give and take. Because if once you say, hey, Erica, mm-hmm. here's what I need from you, you're going to come back and say, hey, Larisha, I hear you. Here's what I need from you. And you have to be willing to say, hey, I heard you. I'm hearing you now. This is what I need. This is what I need. And be willing to work together to make sure that, you know, you continue on to have a positive and meaningful relationship with your mm-hmm. family, your friends, or even in your significant other relationships as well. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So um, another thing that I thought of that's kind of important is knowing, um, understanding your personality and um, Mm -hmm. also understanding, uh, you know, your love language. I know before we spoke about our love language and Mm -hmm. how we uh, receive love. I believe we both had the same love language of uh, words of affirmation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, I think having a healthy understanding of of that, like, in in our also personality uh, I know you mentioned you're an introvert well I'm an introvert mm-hmm. also and so there are some moments where yes I do enjoy uh being around others uh but mm-hmm. there are some moments where you know I know my limits so if yeah. I have to be step away or I'm at a party or mm-hmm. I'm at a networking event or something for you know an hour or so and you know I felt like I, I've networked I, I've met a lot of people I communicated <laughs> and now it's time for me to go home you know it's okay it's okay <laughs> Don't come after me, Erica, where you going? Come back. You know, I'm good. No hard feelings. Like, right, we good. Right. We good. Right. Uh, you know, or if I, I'm, and this used to get me all the time, too, because, you know, I, w- I would be present, um, and, you know, I'd be smiling or, or, like, kind of, like, in my own, like, you know, personal space or whatever, mm-hmm. and people were like, oh, you're not having fun. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Like, you know, if I'm sitting out on the couch and just listening yeah. to everyone else, you know, talking and mingling, like, yeah, like, no, I'm having a great time. But, yeah. you know, I understand my, my you know, limits, my personality and everything. And so I think having a good understanding of other people and knowing that um, everyone's not going to do things like you do. Uh, everything, right. Everyone's not going to, doesn't think the way that you do, but being open to the differences and understanding, you know, how you can work better uh, with those is really good. I agree. I'm glad you mentioned this scenario that you brought up because it made me think of all the times that I would hang out with my friends mm-hmm. and how I would be the one who would host the party. But mm-hmm. after a while, they'd be like, Alicia, what are you doing? Why are you in the kitchen cleaning? We'll help you clean. We'll be having a good time. Why are you in the kitchen? And it would happen, and I've noticed every single time I would be in that kitchen cleaning, and I had no business in that kitchen cleaning so soon because I was there to invite them to come over to hang out with me. Right. But, again, it was those moments where I needed to step away. Uh-huh. It would be birthday parties, and I'm cleaning. They were like, we'll help you clean it's your birthday. <laughs> but right. it was, I needed those moments away to myself. I'm glad you all have an amazing time. You're all here. But this was a lot. 
even for me. But I love right. being around you all, but <laughs> I needed those moments where I just needed a woo-saw for a second, and it allows me to recharge. And that's what exactly. I was doing. I didn't realize yeah. it. It's allowing me to recharge so that when I do finally sit down and like, oh, yeah, this is fun, this is cool, then you all can be like, okay, she's in it. Because I don't want to be, uh, even though I'm, I'm having this party, I don't want to be the one like, well, you're a born host. Right. I don't know. I don't ever want to come across the way, but sometimes I have to realize that when you do stuff like that, they may think that something's wrong with me. And I'm glad right. you mentioned it because I would get that a lot. Like, are you okay? Are you enjoying yourself? I'm like, yes, exactly. I'm enjoying myself. Right. I'm, I'm having a Okay. <laughs> they were like, it doesn't seem like it because you're over here in the corner and we all over here having a good time. What are you doing? So, yeah, right. I'm learning to, you know, yeah. even when we get out of this whole social distancing state. How to go, mm-hmm. how to reemerge and have better, you know, engagement with other people so they won't think yes. that I'm standoffish. Because if you're right. not careful, it'll come across that way. Yeah. You know, so. that's good. Yeah. That's good. So I'm glad you raised that point because it's crucial. And it goes again back to having healthy dialogue with people, being able to communicate your needs, your wants, and your desires, and, and you'll be in the right footing. You know, granted, everyone's not going to be able to receive everything you say, but at least you put it out there. Because mm-hmm. it'll be a sad case for something to happen. They were like, well, you, we could have avoided this if you had told me before. And we run into those issues a lot, even with family. So what are, what are your thoughts about, um, as, a, as it relates to families, how do we create boundaries? How do we address conflict? How do we, you know, navigate this whole thing around boundaries with our families, our friends, and so forth? Yeah. So that's good. uh I'm glad you brought that up. I actually have some some experience and like even before um COVID nineteen and the social mm-hmm. distancing, um, I've had experience where I've had to, to set boundaries uh with my families. I remember one in particular, um, with my mom, just uh from from talking to her, like from growing up, you know, my mom and as with all parents, they're that that uh lead leader or that head figure so they used to kind of you know kind of telling children hey this is what she should be doing um and kind of leading and directing and guiding them but i think as i began to transition into adulthood and started to try to come into my own um i i needed to like really have a conversation with my mom about boundaries and um different things like even when when i bought big thing when i purchased my first house and I was decorating my house, and so my mom, she'd come and visit. And, you know, in the kitchen, I might have, you know, all of my cutlery in one drawer, um, but she felt like it was better to go in another drawer. And, you know, it it just flowed better if they were over here in this drawer, and then if I put my plates over here in this area, and I'm in the cabinet, and I was like, Mom, but no, this is this is my house. I think it works good this way. Like, no, you can't come in here changing stuff around. Like, what are we doing? And so, um, yeah, and, you know, that, that kind of bothered me because I'm like, here mm-hmm. I am, you know, I, I moved to, when I moved to D.C., I, I moved here, I only have family friends, like most of my family are, are, are back down south, so I kind of moved here, been, you know, independent, and then I, um you know, bought a house and, and just, like, had my career and everything going, and I'm like, I am an adult, I am grown, but then my mom comes to visit me, and she's, like, changing around my house, uh-uh, don't you change it back. <laughs> So I'm like, hold on, wait a minute now. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> right. Don't tell you that. It's better here. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I've had to, you know, have a conversation with her. And that was one of the more lighthearted ways in which she um, kind of, you know, overstepped what I would consider my boundaries. But um, even in different decisions that I would have to make if I would uh, come to her with, um with maybe, you know, a, a situation arise and I was coming to get just to really use her as a, a sounding board and, and she would want to then provide advice that was unsolicited. Um, and so just trying to figure out ways of which I could um, tell her that, hey, mom, I, I value you. I, I appreciate your um your opinion. I know that you love me. I know that you want what's best for me. Um, but, you know, in some situations, some circumstances, when I, I come to talk to you about things, I really just would, would pref- really um, like a prefer or appreciate if you just listen. Sometimes I'm, I just really just want to listen here. I know that I have someone um, who loves me and supports me and just mm-hmm. wants to be there for me. And, um, you know, really just having that conversation with her, um, mm-hmm to really like let her know how I feel and express that boundary in that way. And because we actually had that conversation um, a few years ago, it was just like, I've seen a shift in our relationship to where she is. She does like recognize like, Hey, you're a woman, you're doing great things. Like I've raised you well to make good decisions. Um, And so now, you know, I've raised you. And so now it's on you. I I can still give you advice. I can still provide you with insight and things to help you. But I I know that I've done a good job of raising you and you're, you know, um, a great woman of God. God, I know that God is leading you, directing your path. Mm -hmm. So I know you're going to be okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. So I had an interesting story with me and my mother. So growing up, went through the same thing with my mom. Yeah. And then as I got a little older, there were moments when I wanted to have boundaries up. And I was like, where are they? <laughs> where are you at now? Absolutely. And it was, it was moments I was like, here's where I need you to be my mother. Right. You are so yeah. hands off. Where, right. <laughs> where are you at? I need you to have a boundary up. But you're not in one up. And there'd be some of those moments where I just wanted to feel like a little girl again and have my mother, okay, I need your advice. I need your advice. Yeah. And she's like, well, yeah. I don't have anything for you. You got it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I got it. Right. <laughs> I need your yeah. help. Yeah. But those were moments where it allowed me to really quickly grow up and really mm-hmm. feel like, figure out, like, had she gone on to be with the Lord, like, how am I still going to move forward? Because I still mm-hmm. will be able to move forward, but she wanted to make sure that I wasn't getting stuck or being yeah. able, you know, enabling me to just, be still a little girl. So I get it. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, those those kind of conversations are, are, are uh, you know, kind of tricky, but like you said, it, it takes that understanding that communication style and um, being self-aware and, you know, having a good understanding of your personality to, to be able to, to have those conversations and love um, and grace and then that grace to one another. but um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so even I, now that we were, go ahead. I was going to ask if you, um, how, like, you know, now that we're in COVID-19 and mm-hmm. uh, we're in some quarantine, social distancing, um, have you seen any, any difference in, in how you set boundaries with, with family or friends? Uh, it's been, I feel like the whole world has had so many boundaries. I was like, what mm-hmm. can we do now? 
right. I think more so now than ever. It's kind of interesting. It has brought my family closer together. Yeah. It didn't take, you know, it, you know, separate has actually brought us a little closer together. We always would typically reach in and check on each other just to make sure everyone's okay. But now mm-hmm. I'm noticing the increase of us asking each other, hey, how are things going? Not trying to pry, but we know the mm-hmm. lay of the land now. We just want to make sure that your, your mindset is still okay, that you're still right. doing good. Because we can't physically be around you, but at least we want to let you know that we care and love you. And I think that's so crucial and so important that we have to remember that even in these times, even though we're supposed to be six feet apart, it doesn't mean that you can't pick up the phone and call someone or text them or, mm-hmm. you know, spend some time over video chat. Those mm-hmm. things still matter. Because when this is all said and done, you want to make sure that you and your family, even though you weren't able to be, you know, you may have missed out on anniversaries or birthday parties, when this is all over, life is still going to move forward. You're still, they're still going to be your family. Right. And you want to make sure that you don't use this time to continue to create a division, even though that's what the intent of the enemy wanted to do, to create division. Um, but we, we have to, as believers, we have to, you know, continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. Continue to, you yes. know, speak okay. to your family, speak to your relatives, even if you haven't talk to someone, you know, even if you're going to call a couple people just to make sure they're still doing okay. Yes, we check in with each other, but to hear their voice and say, you know what, you thought about me, that goes a long way. Yeah. You know, it goes a long way. And I think it's so crucial that we still do it because when this is all said and done, I don't want anyone to say, well, where were you at two months ago when all this was going on? And Uh if you were nowhere to be found and then now you hear like, hey, how's it going? Like, where were you? <laughs> right. People remember these things. But sometimes people are shady. They oh, will bring yeah. it up. <laughs> they will bring it up. Listen. They will bring but, it up. <laughs> but, yeah, man, Um, so you meant, like, I feel like I've grown with my family as well uh, during this time. I mean, we actually had our uh, our first uh, family virtual game night on last Friday, and uh, it was fun. It, it We all got together and we played this little game called uh, What's in Your House, and I was the host, and mm-hmm. I took the score, uh, but we basically had different teams based on each household, and mm-hmm. we, um, I listed things, different things that should be in everyone's house, and uh, they were able to, uh, whoever would run and pick up the item first and bring it back <laughs> to the, to the um, camera first would uh, earn the points. And so, yeah, that was just a fun way. Like, everyone enjoyed it. It was simple, but, you know, a tons of laughs. Like, everyone's like, oh, man, this is so amazing. Like, we should do this every week. So now it's going to be a weekly a weekly thing. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Look Come at on, that. That's amazing. Jesus. Look at yeah. Jesus. Even while you were talking about the era made me think of, like, you know, conflict typically can either do two things. It can either bring you together or tear mm-hmm. you apart. Or Amen. just chaos or frustration or just even mm-hmm. a pandemic is either going to bring you so closer to someone right. or it's going to tear your apart from someone. So I right. appreciate the fact that we are both now using this time to do the opposite and just draw mm-hmm. closer. You yeah, know, and be intentional and, and yeah. creating that firm foundation because yeah. we do. We do. We do uh, meet our families. And, I, and it's just a way to show, like, hey, you know what? Our family is um, – a friend was telling me about this. She said, you know, her family, she was able to tell her um, family that um, we're resilient. Like, we've been through yeah. things before, and, and God has brought us through, so he's going to bring us through again. And I was like, girl, Absolutely. that is – yes, yes, I love that. Um, Absolutely. So, so I can just really see God moving in that way. Um, and just just strengthening uh, families um, in this Absolutely. time. Absolutely, yeah. I I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, because, you know, when you really hear that word boundary, you, you automatically think of something so negative. But there's something mm-hmm. positive even in the midst of that. Mm, you know what I mean? Good. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, because I don't know where that came from. There. You yeah, know, that was good. That was, that was a whole word. Yeah, that was good. You know, <laughs> when I think of the word like bounding, like bringing together, like closeness, connectivity, mm-hmm. and so forth. So, yes, yeah. even in the midst of this, we can still find, you know, safety and peace and love, even with our families, even though we may not be in the same room with them or can be in the same room with them. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the takeaways that I want to leave with our listeners. Like, you know, use this time wisely. You know, use this time to spend time with your family. You know, we're hearing across the globe that, you know, mothers and fathers are now spending time with their children because now they're at home now, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, just that close connectivity and bringing people back together who may not necessarily would have talked to each other if this this had never happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's really really good. And even – and, you know, you brought up a, a really great – you actually changed my perspective of, of boundaries um, when when you kind of mentioned, like, hey, you know, we we have national boundary right now with everything that's mm-hmm. going on, but yet we can come together and we can fellowship. Um, but even thinking in ways that, yes, you, you, you want to spend time with your family and kind of grow and strengthen that bond, but at the same time set some boundaries so that you can grow and, and strengthen your yourself individually. Absolutely. So, you Absolutely. know, have your designated times the way where you say, hey, this is the time that I spend for towards my uh with my family and you know this yeah. may be some times where I just spend and, and just relax give myself we can't go to nail salons anymore but I can give myself a, a manicure I can give myself a pedicure or I can go read a book or I can take a course online I know a lot of different um uh organizations universities colleges are offering like free online uh courses mm-hmm. so it's just a way to you know kind of improve uh self-development and different things like that even in this time too absolutely which is all crucial and I just, it is my prayer and hope that when this is all over, it'll still continue. And this yes. is going to be just another moment in time where we just stopped. Right. And then we were like, okay, we're focused. And then, okay, when this is over, art is back to normal. No, you now have <laughs> a new perspective. Exactly. We have seen multiple people die, you know, mm-hmm. all, all, after, you know, over this disease. And it's, and it's brought, you know, it's raised some, a lot of awareness. But at the same time, yeah. what are we going to do when this is over? Yeah. But I'm going to pull it back because I don't want to shift the conversation too much. But, yes, no, I, I truly <laughs> believe it's so important that we do not lose sight of this, even in the Amen. midst of this. Like, family is so important. Even to God, family is important. Yes. So we know that, you know, conflict is always going to arise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Conflict is always going to arise. But we have to do our part to make sure that we uh, restore the best way that we can. You know, so that means, you know, you have to take a moment or take a step back, do it. But come back Mm -hmm. when you're ready to have that conversation. Come back, I hope, that you have a a fresh perspective. Be open to listening. That's good. Because you don't know the other person's experience either. You're you're looking at it through your lenses. Yeah. But they have a lens. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can say it to him, blue in the face, this is what I need from you. But the minute that I don't allow the other person to say what they need from me, need then me. I'm doing the whole conversation, a whole disjustice, because it's not fair to them. Right. It's not fair to them. How can I expect them to, to, to meet me halfway if I can't even meet them halfway? You know, so it's, it's, it's important. I mean, I've had situations in the past, both family and friendships, where I didn't speak up, and it left me miserable. Mm-hmm. miserable 
and it was not a good place to be in um, because all I had to do was say, here's what I need from you for this to be successful, and I didn't clearly articulate it. Or yeah. when I did do it, I'll take a step further, I didn't remain firm in it. Mm-hmm. So my, I lost my voice even in the midst of all of that because I had yeah. so much noise around me that I couldn't mm-hmm. clear, clearly think or clearly hear from God and say, hey, here's what you really need to say. Because we also have to be careful even with having boundaries. Thank you, God. Having boundaries with other people that you'll sometimes hear their voice and then it'll be the wrong thing that you should listen to even in that moment because you haven't even connected with your source to get the real response or the real uh, path forward. Because you've listened to so many people's perspectives, you have now taken on their weight because they don't want to see you upset or sad. So we have to right. be very, very careful when mm-hmm. conflict arises, especially in families. I cannot stress it enough that we, um, we we make sure that we restore. I'm always big on forgiveness, always huge advocate for it. Yes, 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 yes. That That is a very – forgiveness is important. It's hard, mm-hmm. but it, it, it really is important. Um, yes. Definitely something you have to work work toward. Mm-hmm. It's a daily walk because you'll be constantly oh, yeah. reminded of what they did. You the enemy will bring it mm-hmm. up, but we have to be very intentional. We always say this: be very intentional about remembering the bigger picture, right? You know, remembering the bigger picture. So, yes, I, I just can challenge um, our audience, our listeners, to just take this thing one day at a time, but be very um, self aware. Let's leave them with mm-hmm. some tips now, Erica. Be really self-aware and um, where you at, where you are, excuse me, where you are uh, with your thoughts and what do you need from other people? Because if you're not clear about that up front with yourself, you're not going to be able to truly articulate that to anyone else. Right. Any more thoughts, Erica, about any takeaways we can leave them with? Another takeaway? Let me see. Yeah. I mean, I think we we really understand, like, just, just make sure that, you are um, being intentional in communicating how you feel, but also being um, empathetic um, mm-hmm. to understand that's what good. the other person is going through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. I think we we mentioned something a little earlier offhand about not allowing situations to simmer. I like how you said when it's mm-hmm. something happened with your mom, you kind of nip that in the bud immediately because if you oh, didn't yeah. say anything, it would it would have kept kept happening. And then you would have right. gotten more frustrated each time it happened <laughs> before you could have blown up on her, you know? Okay, yeah, that wouldn't have been good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely um, make sure you address things as they happen. Mm-hmm. Don't let them build up. So, yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, and, and you mentioned also, too, that you can't change anyone. Mm. You can't. Yes. As much as definitely. I want this person to be who I want them to be, I can't make them be that. They have to want it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. And be don't allow yourself to be taken advantage of. That's true too. Can't yeah. Leave, you can't leave you with that. You, we got to make sure you you still have to have a voice in all of this. Well. Yes. Yes. Um be be firm in your decision. Mm-hmm. If you know you're coming from a good place, I um, mean yeah. you're doing it, you have the best intentions. Mm-hmm. Um you know, be be firm in your decision. It's it's okay. You you can't you can't um come to everyone's rescue. We yeah. have a savior. That's Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. And if you have a little struggle with communicating, write your thoughts down. I had to learn that. 
if I because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I clearly articulate what I'm saying. Because when I'm thinking, I think it may be okay. They're going to get it when it comes out of my mouth, but you mm-hmm. may not articulate it the same way you thought about it. So if you have to jot it down, jot it down. I do that sometimes. Amen. I do that sometimes. Yep. Okay. Anything else, Erica? I'm trying to think. I, I feel like we 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 uh, shared some really good ones. Okay. Um, Have you had any personal experiences in this, or challenges in the past? <laughs> in a friendship or so. <laughs> yeah, so um, I do have a, a personal experience about setting boundaries in a friendship. Um, this, when I was back in college, you know, this is where my, my saved uh, life, this this journey that I'm on now, this journey to purity, this is before all this started. So back in 2007, um, I had a roommate and, uh, you know, we, sh- we shared a uh a bedroom, and so my TV back in the back in this time, you had TVs that had DVD players in them built in, and so we would use we we would use my TV for my room for our room. Um, and so I remember coming back home from class one day, and I came into the room, put my stuff down, turned on the TV, and for some reason it was there was this image of this like ghetto looking couple. It was it was horrible. It was a couple and they were having sex. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute, what is this? Like what is this in my dream? And so I immediately turned it off and I opened the um the uh D V D player, like where you put the uh D V Ds in and I noticed it was like a bootleg, you know, a DVD uh porn uh D V D. And so mm-hmm. I immediately like called my um, roommate at the time and kind of had a discussion with her because for me, the reason why I had got so upset was because I, when I was a teenager, and I haven't shared this on the podcast, but I'll share it now. So when I was a teenager, I did, I watched pornography and I remember one night my mom came into the room and that was, she caught me watching pornography and she immediately just started praying and casting out all kinds of demons and everything and spirits and, and all these different things and just prayed over me. And I remember that night, like that desire for me to watch pornography left and I just no longer had the desire to watch porn or anything. And I remember um, in that moment when I was in college and it was on, and I, I just felt like, oh, no, like, uh-uh, I have already, like, I've been delivered from this. This is not um, what I need in my life. Like, why is this on? I just remember being so angry and upset, and I thought I called my roommate, and I told her, like, hey, um, you know, I came home, and there was this uh, pornography uh, video playing. I was like, I don't appreciate, you know, that you play that. Now, I know there may be other stuff going on in this room. But as far as using that um, within, you know, my TV and DVD play and stuff like that, that's like, this is too much. Like, I shouldn't have to come in and when I'm trying to watch my things and seeing, like, this pornography on here. Um, and so, you know, I just told her then in that moment, that's when we had the conversation about boundaries and just sitting up like, hey, you know, um, that's one thing that I will not be able to accept. And then kind of sharing with her uh, my testimony about being delivered from that and wanting to stay, you know, delivered and continue to walk in in, in that 
um, and not be tempted to go back. And so we were able to have a conversation. We were able to come to a good understanding in that. But, um, man, just a big takeaway from that um, that I now now have or that I wish I would have done in the beginning was just to really sit down and with her and have that conversation about what what boundaries or what my expectations were um, as roommates. But, you know, that never dawned to my that, – that wasn't something that I would think of, like, oh, I need to have a, a conversation with my roommate to make sure that she doesn't leave any pornography DVDs in the um, TV or whatever. Like, that wasn't, you know, something I thought thought about then. But, yeah, just hindsight from that situation, just making sure that, um, you know, if you have a roommate or if you have someone – um, in a close space with you or a close friend and you have something that you experienced in the past that you no longer operate in that and they still um maybe, you know, they they still kind of um are in it, have that conversation to let them know so it won't come as a surprise to to them or you. If it comes good. Up. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So what what about you? Have you had I have so many different day? stories. Yeah. I have so many different stories. I'm trying to figure out what will be the best one. Um, wait, okay, I'll I'll think of. Okay, I got one. So, um, one of my friends, been friends for quite some time, quite a few years, several years actually. You know, me being the introvert, I'm the one that everybody comes to for advice. I'm the one that you know everyone just looks to. And mm-hmm. at one point, it became a little overwhelming. Um, because sometimes, you know, when people come, they talk to you, they just want to vent, and you don't realize sometimes that they're venting or they need advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so there would be a lot of times where people would come to me, and I would be having so much of their challenges and things that they're faced with, and I felt like it was becoming a little heavy for me to carry. It was never my burden to carry, but I felt like I took it on um, because they just were so used to me used to coming to me and venting and then me having to pray for them and I'm up and hoping that they're okay and then they've gone on about their life and I'm still holding on to it. So there would be times where I would just have to clearly tell my friends like, hey, what do you need from me? Do you need me to just listen? You don't need no, you don't need me to say anything? Like, what do you need? Because sometimes when you're coming to me, I don't know whether I'm just supposed to listen, pray, or help you walk you through your process. And then one point, there would be times where I was like, you know what, I'm not available. And they would think I was just joking. But I would say, like, I'm not available because this is a lot. Not that I don't want to listen, but I needed my own time to, like, kind of process what you're going through so that I won't take it on. And then I had an interesting conversation with a friend where they thought that they never wanted to be able to come to me and tell me anything because they thought that they were becoming a burden to me. And I had to tell them, like, no, that's not the case. Yeah, there are some challenges that you do face and have, but here's what I need from you to make sure that we're both on the same page. And it just required me just to open up and say, hey, when you tell me these types of things, this is what brings back to my remembrance. These are some challenges that I faced on my personal walk. So it was hard to watch me walk, see you walk through that, and you not even want to get out of it. So it was, it was very difficult uh, for me to kind of hear some of those things that they were dealing with. And I'm like, come on, guys. You're like, you can get through this. It's like, do you want to get through it? So then after a while, when I felt like they didn't want to, I had to put up a wall for myself and my sanity because I felt like my peace was being now interrupted because you just, you like the mess that you just in, and I can't help you at this point. Um, but as time went on, they, they saw the light, 
and they understood and said, well, I see why you said what you said, and I'm glad that you did because that required me to grow up. That required me to take a step back and say, you know what, I can't always look to Alicia. Let me call on Jesus. Let me go get my own help because mm-hmm. she has her own challenges and issues that she's dealing with as well. doesn't mean that I don't want to listen, but at some point you have to draw, like you said, a line in the sentence and say, hey, enough is enough. And as if I'm your friend and you, you're calling me your sister and your friend, I'm not going to sit here and watch you continue to walk down this path. So you have to make a decision for yourself. And then when I pull people out on the carpet like that, they're like, okay, I get why she said it. Because typically I won't say much. I won't be as stern with them. But when I'm stern, I'm very serious. Right. Because enough is enough. <laughs> I was like, you're not their mothers. You're not their mothers. But they needed to hear that. Because if you're truly calling me your friend, I should be able to hold you accountable. And vice versa, because you're going to hold me accountable, and I think that that has helped, and it helps them to actually mature. It also helps us to strengthen our relationship because now it doesn't seem like I have to be antsy and I can't and I can't walk around and be my true authentic self because I'm afraid I'm gonna hurt your feelings. So it went. It really took a lot for me to get to that place, but again, it goes back to healthy communication. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I like how you brought up the fact of emotional boundaries too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's, that's, that's important. So we, we, yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah. we may have our, you know, physical boundaries or things where, mm-hmm. you know, hey, you, you kind of invade my space right now. But mm-hmm. even with it being emotionally um, mm-hmm. kind of different things that can, can leave you emotionally drained, like, hey, let me, yeah. you know what? I can't take that on. I, I, I got yeah. this. I, I can't, can't carry yeah. that. And it's so hard for me at times to do it, but sometimes I had to say enough is enough mm-hmm. because I will not stand by and watch this happen to you. And you say, well, why didn't anyone say anything? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the one that's going to have to say something, right. especially when I feel like now it's impacting my health. And when it impacts my health, I have to let you know because I don't want you to keep keep doing this and thinking that it's okay. Right. Especially if, I, if you truly call me your good friend. I don't want to see you fall by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So do you have any other uh, final thoughts or any other experiences or anything you'd like to share? Um, anything else for the viewers, I mean, for the listeners? Just truly just be in tune with yourself. Um, trust God through the process. Um, stay connected to him. Because he's really, he'll give you the blueprint or the roadmap, or even the words to say when you need to articulate what you need from other people. Because sometimes we may not have all of our thoughts together. But if you really just trust him in the process and be open, because communication one is a two-way street, be open mm-hmm. to both sides. I think that really will help the conversation. And, it, and even if you don't have the greatest outcome that you're expecting, at least you did your part. At least you did your part. That's good. Well, I feel like this this conversation is really been good. I know um, we've gotten a lot of, of feedback and interest from people to really speak about, you know, how can we set boundaries within our families? Yeah. How can we, we set uh, boundaries within our friendships? But even to take it farther, I feel like we should carry this because there's so much more um, that we can say even when we think about, like, romantic relationships. And yeah. so, 
um, yeah, man, I think this should definitely be a, a series that we use and we continue the conversation over um, in discussing boundaries in romantic relationships. Uh, what you think? And I'm excited about it. I'm excited about right. it. I'm coming That's with it. some stuff. Erica, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> so tune in, guys. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. As you were talking about it, I was like, yes, I got so much nuggets for them. I got so many nuggets. So let's continue this conversation on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely have a lot that I can share, <laughs> a lot of experience, a lot of wisdom gain, uh, insight that I can share share on these boundaries and uh, relationships. So, yeah, I'm excited to to continue the conversation. Um, and, you know, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're praying for you guys during this time. Uh, please know that you can always reach out to us uh, either uh, via email um, at journey heart to heart podcast at gmail.com or you can send us a private message on instagram or facebook if you like for us to to stand in prayer with you or even if you just need someone to chat with uh you know just reach out to us we're here for you uh we know that god is going to bring us through we're expecting to come out greater and better yes 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 you did it you did it girl you you closed up really nicely yes i agree I, i second it all Thank you guys for tuning in. This was a really good episode. Even in the midst of us being separated out, I, I think we, we, we did it, Erica. We did it. We did it. Praise God. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, y'all. Take care. Take care. Okay. So... Do you want to – wait, well, we got to talk about the next episode, too. So I guess we can hang up on this. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll call so you on your personal line? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Bye. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Journey Heart to Heart. We're now available on the following platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Make sure you subscribe so you can catch our next episode. Also, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Journey Heart to Heart. Our website is journeyhearttoheartpodcast.com, and you can shoot us an email on any future topics that you'd like to hear us discuss at journeyhearttoheartpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we look forward to chatting with you soon.